back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today, we are sitting down with Mr. Ofo fanboy Josh himself. What's up? And Miss Kira Ann. What's up, Kira? No, no, no. Oh, I'm going to say it for sure. Kira Ann? Yeah. My middle name? Yeah, why not? Ugh. You called me Jeremy on one of the past episodes. I said Scotty. Oh, no, you said Jeremy. No, you said the J word. You absolutely did say it. That yeah. might have been Freudian. Oh, well, no, no you, you said all three names, all three names, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, and Matt was like, what are you talking okay, about? Okay, we're done. Yeah, so. we should, can we restart? Next. <laughs> no, there's no restarting this. I can delete out it, but I, I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Care Jane Louise. Care Jane. Care Jane. Care Jane. Well, Scott, here we are. Uh, I think we're somewhere in November, and we're getting ready to start approaching the holiday season. So we're going to, Thanksgiving is first, and hopefully we'll have a talking turkey episode somewhere between here and Thanksgiving. But after Thanksgiving comes holiday season. The holiday season. The holiday season. It could be Christmas. It could be Hanukkah. It could be the New Year. It could be somebody's birthday in January. Kwanzaa. Everything. Kwanzaa. It, it could be. I was alluding to my birthday there, Diwali. but you missed that one. When's your oh. birthday? Sometime in January. Sometime in January. Yeah. It's, it's middle January, like the 16th, 14th, something so like Somewhere that. in there. You yeah. were all around it. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> I might so, have did that intentionally. So I wanted to ask you. <laughs> it's birthday. You know. You were shocked I knew that, weren't you? Uh, fairly. You must, you must stalk me. Uh, fairly, fairly good question here. As we approach the holidays... How do you go about buying a bottle of bourbon for someone as a gift? I, I think that's a great question, and that's something we're definitely going to dive into for this episode. So um, before we talk about that... No, come on. We're already talking about well, okay, it. Okay, let's talk about it then. All right, so... so I'm the, kidding. Go the, ahead. No, the best way to buy a, a, a bourbon gift for somebody, I think, is I would ask. I would ask a couple of questions of a person before I, I bought a bottle. So if I was going to buy you a bottle, I'd be like, hey, Josh, so... No, you'd say, hey, old foe fanboy, what I am would, I buying you? I would say, old foe fanboy, what, what, what do you like? And you'd be like, oh, I really love old foe. I really like some Jim Beam. Oh, That's right. But there will be some people that say, hey, I like Jim Beam. Look. So if somebody likes Jim Beam, right, you know that they like that flavor profile. So then you look at the Jim Beam family, and you're like, so what's a nice bottle that you might want to get out of the Jim Beam family? Maybe it's a Parker's Heritage. Maybe it's a Knob Creek store pick. There's lots of things that you can look at in those situations. Booker's. So it's that's what I would suggest is I would say, hey, if you know somebody drinks something, whether even if it's Makers, you know, y- you could say, well, what's in the Makers family that's better than a standard bottle of Makers? You might want to buy a Makers 101 or you might want to buy a Makers 46. So those are the things that I would tell people. Find somebody, if, if somebody likes Woodford, you know, maybe you find, you know, a double oak instead. Or maybe you get a double double oak or a five grain or you look for one of the more exotic bottles that they have sitting out there. So you want to find something I feel like. It's in the network or in the family of what they like, and just step it up a notch. So for my birthday, Old Forester birthday bourbon would be swell, Scott. Old Forester birthday bourbon. I bet it would be swell. (laughs) If I could find one, it would be really nice. All right, I'm going to start looking for that. (laughs) Uh, You're not going to find it. You don't know. I don't know. All right, so, I mean, good question. What, What if it's somebody, we'll take it, we'll start. Say it's a client at work, and maybe you don't know them that well. What would you go and get first that you can get on the shelf? So if I was going to go get an everyday shelfer for somebody, I'm, I'm in that gift range of that 50 to $75 range sure. is the way I would look at it. Good so, bottles. So I, I, cause I don't want to get somebody something cheap and I don't want to get them Woodford, even though Woodford would not be a bad bottle to buy a person. Right. You know, cause Woodford's kind of safe. It would be for me because every time I smell it, I get bananas. Right. And I really struggle with drinking bananas after I smell them. 
Right. You all in this banana thing. Well, I, I mean, it's it's understand. it's one of the it's one of the flavor profiles that they are most synonymous with, and and the smells that you get from Woodford or Jack Daniels is bananas. So I didn't know that up until about a year and a half ago. I went and did a Woodford distillery tour, and this was after we had gone to Buffalo Trace, and after we had gone to Wild Turkey. So we decided, hey, we're going to make this final stop at Woodford. And we're on the tour, we're in the Rick house, finishing up, getting ready to do the tasting. And the tour guide says, all right, now I want you to pick that glass up and I want you to smell it. And you're going to smell bananas. <laughs> and I had never smelled bananas before then. And I don't know what it was, but now That's bananas, 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 bananas forester. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate that one. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think that's where that comes from is the whole banana explanation there. But I mean, there is, bananas are a whole other kind of smell and tropical. I've never associated bourbon with anything But I've smelled lots of tropical fruits out of, out of different bourbons. I guess I'm learning different things. You know, I don't know. We we need to get an aroma kit and and run through that with you one time. That'd be super fun. I think it'd be fun. All right. So I, so back back to digress back to where I was at. So in in my situation, if I'm going to buy that bottle, I'm probably going to look for something. Maybe I would do a Knob Creek store pick. Yep. Maybe I would do a Russell's reserve you know, bottle. Um, I might even look for like a 1910 or a 1920 because both of those are probably at the cap of that, that where you would buy a gift, I think, for somebody that you really didn't know that well. But I think all those things are kind of safe. You know, they're all in the bourbon category, even though the 1920 is a high rye. I think they're all really, really in that really good solid bourbon. So if I'm picking a bottle, I'm looking to pick something that I can have a conversation about. Okay. Something that I know a little bit, maybe that the average person may not know. You know, somebody that drinks Woodford may not know something about Old Forester. So they may not know about an old foe single barrel pick that I was lucky to get my hands on four or five of them and share with, but Something like that, or, you know, a trip up to Ohio to go pick up two cases of Old Weller Antique. Everybody seems to like Old Weller Antique, which comes into my next question or comment is, what if you know nothing about them and what they like bourbon-wise? Do you, is it always a win to give a bottle of OWA? Um, I would say no. And the reason I do say that is because I feel like weeders are a very distinct flavor. I think most people that drink bourbon are drinking bourbon that are a, that are a four grain or they're a rye or a rye base, um, beyond corn obviously being the number one ingredient. So I would think that you would stick with what I kind of, I would stick with what I recommended. That's that's just my humble opinion. Kira, what about you? If you're buying a bottle of bourbon for a friend, family member, or even somebody you don't like, you like Josh said, you know, somebody you don't really necessarily know that well, but. You're like, hey, I really need to do something nice for this person. Well, what do you pick them up? Um, I got my sister some calumet the other evening for her housewarming. Calumet? You mean calumet? Is that how you say it? I don't know. I, I, that's it's called Calumet Farms, is what I always heard it well, was called. Was, you know, I got that. But French calumet is background. probably correct. It's from Lexington, right? Well, yeah, but they also say Versailles. Versailles. So there it is. It's Versailles. I know. Thank you. That's why I said calumet. Yeah. Unless you're from Kentucky. Yeah. I was born you, there, but raised here. You're prob- Are you giving me shit? No, you're probably 100% so right. I'm giving you shit I, because my family's from Versailles. I know that. And so <laughs> Versailles. the first time I had that, I'm not quite sure which one I had, which was one of, with one of my vet buddies when he got married. 
and it was delicious. Like we did a shot and then sipped on it the rest of the evening. And um, so I, bought, I can't remember which one it was. They've got like a 10, a, a 12, 10, a 12 and, and a 14. 14, yeah. I think they do have And I, I think I got her the 12. No, I, I got her the 10. Yep. She already had the 12. That's gotcha. what it was. Now I'm ready to do it. actually want to do a bourbon tasting with her. And you know she loves you. <laughs> Can I ask, let me That's ask funny. you a question, Kira. Why did you pick a Calumet? Because I love it. So it didn't have anything to do with being a really cool-ass bottle. It's a grill. It's a, Really? <laughs> Thank you. No, I could give shit about that bottle. I knew it was good. Can I ask why you picked up the Legion? Because, yeah, because I saw the Sherry cask and what he had given me the other day. I wanted to try it, and I had, and yes, it was a lovely, like, the I, I was just wondering if it's because it it's pretty, a pretty bottle. Because it was pretty. So, Scott, does that make a difference to you when you're buying somebody a bottle as a gift? No. No, I understand that. No, I, no, no bearing at all on whether or not a bottle is pretty or not. Honestly, it was just there, and I was like, hmm. Sherry cask, and it was real familiar because I just had that from right. Starlight. So, no, yeah. Okay, so the Sherry cask wasn't the Legion, was it? Yes, yes it has. You still so the original tried I tried them. Yeah. I, I let her. I let her try her, my, the whiskey and wishes pick from Starlight. Oh, okay. That Sherry cask finish. That's the one she's talking about that she tried here. So. I got you. So, I mean, the bottle as a gift kind of has something to do with it, though. It's pretty. Because it's got a story yeah. to it, whatever the bottle reason yeah. So if, if I was buying somebody a gift just to be hoity-toity, I would probably get them Blanton's. I would probably get them, you know, you know Blanton? something. Yeah, Blanton's. Because everybody loves Blanton's. They love the horses. It's they, a really cool bottle. It is a cool-looking bottle. It, it is. You know, so I think if I was going to go with that hoity-toity, and I, I probably would pick Blanton's in that situation. Do you know I have not bought a single bottle of Blanton's this year because of COVID? Wow. Last year, you and I were taking oh, trips we were probably around buying. to a variety of stores and a variety of locale. And I bet I had a case of Blanton's for the holiday to give out as gifts. This year, I have zero Blanton's. We, do we need to change that? Yes. All right, we'll figure that one out. I don't want to pay 120 bucks though, a bottle. I think we can do better than that. I think we just got to call the right people. I think right. we, we might be able to find you some stuff there. But but Blanton's, when I said Weller, I mean, Blanton's is in that family. And Blanton's is one of those things that even if they're not a bourbon, a strong bourbon drinker, they say that's a really cool bottle and that horse on top's kind of neat. Yeah, and, and that's what I was going to say. If I was going to be bougie and I'm picking it for the bottle and, and I'm going that route, I'm going Blanton's or Rock Hill Farms. They're both unique, cool-looking bottles. All right, all right. They got their let, own let me, thing. Let me stop you there. You're not going to find Rock Hill Farms on a shelf somewhere, though. No, that's true. And you're not going to find Blanton's on a shelf for that matter. I mean, so I, I said if I was going to be bougie. So if I was going to go out okay. and find a bottle for somebody, if it was somebody that I really needed to get something for that's what I would do. If you're looking for me, but I'm, if an everyday I'm going for an Old Forester barrel strength. Old Forester barrel strength? All right. That's and easy. See, they and would it's, under, it's like 80 bucks, but, you know, you're worth it, Josh. But they would, Thank you. <laughs> they would probably expect that from you because of your background, and you, you're you a bourbon drinker, and you want to um, elevate someone's palate, which is why, you know, I'm here. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> okay. So Look at me. I'm, looking, I'm drinking all this. But Blanton's checks all those boxes. You think it's, so? It's no, a pretty bottle. It. It's got a horse on top. You can talk about the horse on top and the letter on it and that the horse is running and they can go collect all of the letters and spell out Blanton's and then they find out they could go buy them for $3 at the gift shop later on after right. they buy all of the bottles. Oh, man. Who knew? I didn't know that. Yeah, you can. Wow. But it's a cool bottle to talk about and it's a lower proof. I think Blanton's is 93 proof. 93, 94, I don't 93 know. 93 proof. So it's a lower proof bottle that somebody that may not be a everyday drinker would say, I really like that. 
No. And, and they get a little kick out of it. Yeah. So that's where I would be in the bougie, bo- bougie bottle episode or or scenario. That's what that's where I would go is one of those two. So, I mean, we do a lot of work in southern Indiana. We're yep. across the, the river from Louisville. So for me, I might take a go at getting some kind of a bottle out of Starlight just for the fun of being Starlight Distillery located here this side of the river. Agreed. And people will be really shocked about the flavor or the variety of flavors that you can get, uh, whether they're finished in a sherry cask or finished in a maple syrup barrel or whatever they're finished in kind of adds a unique thing to talk about. Which, which by the way, that is a tasty ass bottle. Did I was you, able, the maple? I was able, somebody sent me a two, yeah, they sent me a two ounce sample of the maple syrup finished one. I'm waiting on a sample right now of the Rick House Rye that was finished in an apple brandy cask, and I'm waiting on a uh, peach brandy um, finished bourbon. I so wanna, I want to try that one. So too. you try to give something that they know, but I will spend the year, you know, just going as you're talking to people, getting to know people, finding out what they like, finding out if they like rye, if they like wheat, if they're high corn or uh, they're a no weeder. I'm a no weeder personally. I'm going to go as an old foe. I'm going to go no wheat at all. Uh, Russell's Reserve, a, a pure no wheat at all kind of thing. So you find out what they like and then see what you can find. So that that. I brought up the Weller only because I ended up landing a, a box of or a case of Weller earlier this year. So let's flip the script. So if you find out, do you know somebody is like, "Hey, I love rye, yeah. and I'm a rye whiskey drinker." What what what's the rye you would pick out to give them for a, a holiday gift? That's a really good question because I don't know the answer to that. Uh, if I thought about it, I could probably come up with something, but I. I've got a whole bunch of rye and maybe a Willet. The I think there's a Willet family estate that's a three or four year rye, pretty darn good. Uh, Starlight, Obviously. speaking of Starlight, I mean, has some very good ryes. That's the one I fell in love with. That, yeah, mm-hmm. they have their casks, their family reserve that are always excellent. We got to try some of those earlier this year. Yep. I don't recall the price range, but I think it's yeah, those are in, those are in the hundred dollar range. I think it's close. State ones are closer to that hundred dollar range, but uh, General Rye, I, you know, Russell's Reserve has a really good rye. So I, you know, big turkey fan. So right. you can always go back to those. How about you, Kara? If you if you knew somebody was a rye drinker, what what, what would you pick them up? Well, um, okay, so I'm not an aficionado just yet, but I really like Bullet Rye. I was going to actually say the bullet rise are actually a really solid rye. And it's kind of got that, for pretty bottles, it's that old antiquarian type of look. Apothecary, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Love it, yeah. But The the bullet bottle's cool. But for those are people that, you know, are maybe introduced to rye. But I'm telling you, that Starlight Rye I had that you gave me in my first episode was lovely. So so the funny thing (laughs) is with with Starlight is the fact that, A, they have an indigenous rye. And then they have their Mm -hmm. standard rye. So one's, I think, like a Canadian rye, or maybe it's like a Northern American type rye that they use. But then they have an actual indigenous rye, which is the rye they grow on their farm. Mm. That's their cover for their regular crops. So, Would would you give anybody whistle pig? No. I wouldn't give anybody whistle pig for anything. Like, I just, I've never found a whistle pig that I've just, like, died to have or that I just was dying to, to drink or anything else. I've tried a few. It's just, I've just not been a big whistle pig fan. 
and it's and I don't think it's bad. I just it's not something that I have a preference to taste. If I was going to honestly get it awry, I was going to say I would probably look for like some kind of bullet and see if I could find a barrel strength. Um, but I would also go for a knob Greek barrel strength rye. I think their knob strength, the, their barrel strength rye, if you can get a store pick, especially those things are really good. They're super tasty. So speaking of knob Creek, I would go all in on a knob Creek 115 proof rye okay. every day of the week. Okay. That is a phenomenal. Do you have that? Phenomenal rye. Let's get it. We'll get it out here in a little bit. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, so those are the things I would go with. I would also go with a starlight just like you said, you know, Southern Indiana. Um, so is starlight still affiliated with Huber's and things of that nature or no? Because it's the same. So when you think of Huber's, the restaurant, that is actually a different, the winery, right? So the wine, yeah. So it's all the same. Yeah. So Carl T and his family, Ignatius or something like that. Huber. I don't don't know. Honestly, I'm not a fan of the Huber's wine because I think everything they have is so sweet. Right. Everything, even their dry wines, so sweet. So I was surprised when we had the bourbon flight how lovely it you know all was. You know what's going to come out right about the same time this podcast gets released? What? <laughs> yeah. Pops, Pops Reserve, Reserve Pops baby. Reserves. So learn me. It's, it's you, super You know sweet. what they're doing? So this year, they're, they're it's the, finished in a bourbon barrel. Oh, Finished in a bourbon wine? barrel. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Have you really never had Pops Reserve? I guess I haven't. She lives under a rock. Hey, I've had the last year has been a lot. Okay. (laughs) So they've got the white label Pops Reserve, which is just the the standard standard Pops. They've got the double barrel, which gets finished in, I believe, two. It gets gets pushed through two two bourbon barrels at some point. And this year, and I don't know that this has ever been out, they've got the Blackberry Bourbon Barrel Finish. Oh. So they've got their... Uh, Becky might like that. I, it's, I have some. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Has it been out before? Yeah. Not, not Blackberry Whiskey. Oh, okay. I thought you that was... Th- this is wine. Oh, it's wine been, finished it's in Blackberry, blackberry Wine oh. that's been finished in... Wait, Blackberry Wine finished in the whiskey barrels. Yes, yes. in the Blackberry Whiskey barrels. Blackberry Whiskey. Oh, oh. I bet that would be tasty. So that's out. So we bought a case of it. Oh, so did I'm you? Just, okay. Yeah, man... Mandy's in the uh, the, the like wine, club. wine club. Yep. So we bought cases because you got to buy everything by the box. Apparently, with their wine is the club. But okay. looking forward to that. I'll, and, and I'll those take may, one bottle of that to try. Those may make really cool gifts as well. Mm-hmm. I yep. agree. I Unique. used to give a bunch of wine, right. the Heber's wine out. So that, that's where I would be at on the Rye family. Um, I also would not be opposed to, and it's only because most people probably have never tried it or had it. Would be maybe a new riff, single barrel rye. You know, I would probably would find one of theirs to, to give away as a gift because I like their rye. And if you could find a Balboa, I would say that's the best way to go. I really like their Balboa rice. Yeah, I, you know, I initially, I you all knew I didn't like New Riff at all, but one of those keg liquor picks really grew on me. So sometimes a, a single barrel store pick is a unique gift all in itself, regardless of what it is, I, for the most part, regardless of what it is. Right. No, I, and that's the way I, and me, I guess I've just become a snob. Sor- yes, absolutely. A bourbon snob through this whole process that, you know, I used to drink a lot of, you know, just regular old Four Roses, you know, single barrels. And then I started buying Four Roses single barrel barrel strength. And you then love it, some Crown and back then, in the oh, day. Oh, dude, I used to drink so I, I could I, so I, I stopped I, I stopped drinking Crown probably I, 10 years ago. I noticed. 15 like, years ago. There's no Crown. You give me a bottle of Crown, we're done talking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, literally. I mean, it, the funny thing is the last bottle of Crown I had was a half gallon and Mark Dixon, one of my good friends, he's, he's like my second father. Can we love me some Dixon? <laughs> yeah, the Dixonator. Um, he used to say, 
it's in the dictionary. Like he'd make up shit and he would say it was in the dictionary instead of the dictionary. Just weird shit he would make up. But anyway, um, Mark was like, what are you going to do with this? And I'm like, I'm going to give it to you. And he goes, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, just take it. And he's <laughs> like, all right. Like so, so he took it and he, and then like two weeks later, he made me a piece of stained glass. And I don't know, I don't know which one it is, but it's, it's around here someplace. It sounded a little bit like you serious, Clark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like like I mean, Griswold. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, I wish, I wish you drank like new bourbon a little more. Yeah. So what, what one day we're just going to go over to Mark's house and we're going to hang out and drink with him. And you're going to be like, holy shit, this dude is nuts. And, and he, and it's in a good way. Nuts. But he literally lives right down the street from you. You have to pass his house every day when you leave your house to go home or work or anywhere else. I mean, he's right. So, I mean, all we got to do is just get right there. All good. Listen, yeah. you said your you own neighborhood multiple times on you here. So, I don't know how you did not need to say all that. I didn't even say it. I thought but, it, and I was like, oh, I know exactly where he is. <laughs> listen, Josh has literally mentioned the neighborhood he lives in multiple oh, times. Oh. If you really Crazy Springs. To, yes. Crazy Springs. <laughs> You've mentioned it multiple times. But so, anyway. So, Kira, then, yes, if Scott was to get you a bottle of bourbon oh, here or whiskey, yes. you know, in your, your limited time hanging out with mm-hmm. Scott drinking bourbon, not that you have a limited time with him, okay. what would you want? Um, whatever that um, creature from the Black Lagoon one was, oh. I think I fell in love so with. So it's a Starlight Mythical pick that I went on. I okay. was chatting them. Is it a four grain? It is. Uh, no, that one's actually a three grain. It's a high rise, 60, 20, 20. No wheat. No wheat. There's no wheat. Nope. Okay, so I'm still learning all this, We're, yep. you know? Okay. But um. So three grain traditionally is, are, are going to be one of two things. They're going to be corn, wheat, mm-hmm. and barley, or mm-hmm. corn, rye, and barley. Those are your, those are your three grains yeah. you're most likely going to get. Cool. I'm liking this One's cherry considered a high rye. <laughs> one would be considered a weeder. Yeah. So. I think I think this cherry picker by the single barrel old forester or whatever can be that could be a daily drinker honestly but I don't daily drink it is a really good daily drinker it's lovely until it's gone the real, the real problem is there's only so many of them and we all be gone soon that's why are we whispering I don't know because Kira started it we all just wanted to join in the party <laughs> no you're you're right and <laughs> try to behave as much as the fanboy loves old foe the cherry picker. A really close number two. I will put a search out and see if I can find a cherry picker for you someplace, like a full bottle. Talk about a 180, because old foe used to, I just would be like, Ugh. and I have had, I'm enjoying this flight for today. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's So thank the you, old foe fanboy. What up? <laughs> We're not even at old foe fanboy's house. I mean, like, shit, he's got way more old foe than I do, and I have a ridiculous amount. Actually, there was a chef I used to run around with, and he introduced me to the old foe, and he was the one who told me... Um, that it was similar to Woodford. I'm like, you're so full of shit. And then I had so many bad drunks with it. So yeah. Yeah. And, and I really honestly think that. Sliding fines. You bitch. People yeah. that are drinking standard old school, old foe. I could definitely see where you, you would compare it to Woodford. Just my personal opinion. But I don't even, I don't even drink any those anymore. So no. I'm, I, I'm a snob. I'm going I mean, up a tier. It's so single, there we go. single barrel, barrel strength. I mean, that's about all I drink anymore. I got you. Sounds good to me. I mean, right now, if someone were picking for me, and you guys please go out and get me a bottle, Old Forester, Barrel Strength, Single Barrel, or a uh, a Russell's Reserve, you know, one of the Single Barrel 10-year picks. I think they're all plus or minus a couple months from 10 years typically. Nine and some change or 10 and some change. Awesome bottles all the time, but you could give the Weller to Scott. I don't really need that. So let me ask you a question, Josh. If I was going to pick you up a— Old Foe Fanboy. Yeah, Ovo fanboy. If I was going to pick you up a, a Russell's, is there a Rick house that you prefer? 
CNF. Is it CNF? So you like Camp Nelson? Yeah. Warehouse F? Yeah. All right. So CNF. You know, Total Wine just dropped like three barrels of it. So you guys, I think I've probably told you, I've been on an old foe kick all summer as my, my summer warm weather whiskey. Yeah, it's 90, 90 proof, and, right? And you I, have a warm weather. I'm curious about that, too, because... It, like I said, I made that bourbon mimosa thing the other day, and I was like, when it was still warm, I'm like, ooh, because normally I don't drink bourbon in the winter. In the, I'm sorry, bourbon in the summer, but I like, I sometimes I, I like it. Old Forester <laughs> actually has, I think it's one of their 90 proofs listed as a, they call it MTS warm weather whiskey, if I remember well, nice. remember it right. Yep. Yep. So uh, my warm weather, I've been drinking Old Foe, and now that we're transitioning into November, fall, Thanksgiving, Russell's is about to make the, the comeback here. Okay. So, so are you worried and concerned that the the 90 proof's going away? I am. That's why I bought about 20 of them this year. <laughs> How many did you buy? Oh, God, I don't, I, I don't have 20. I probably got 8 or 10 down there. I think I'm sitting somewhere around 20 because I was concerned about the 90 proofs going away. And I love it as a daily drinker. So, I mean, it's not a big deal for a bottle of that to disappear in a week. And it's just really smooth, really good, lots of flavor to it. Gotcha. But now we're coming into summer. You're going to you're gonna transition. Into or coming into winter, yes. You're going to transition to the turkey, the warm weather winter stuff, the 120. <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah, it's, I did it. Winter is I, coming. I said it. I did it. It's, it's turkey time. So. Turkey time. You all in this turkey i'm sorry i guess i'm just having so many flashbacks from well, my brief time in college so we're, we're gonna we're, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna work you into this and, and, you, and you'll find me. you'll find the story and we'll be all good wild turkey frightens me <laughs> no it's it's all good and once you come back and you try these things differently they yeah. ju- they're just it's so different than, i have learned taking though, shots with it oh, right and i have learned you know it's when you start mixing too many things that it's no 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 kira no <laughs> So honestly, it wouldn't be a bad thing to get me if somebody was out buying. I, I'm huge whiskey fan and just loving the variety of it. You all were talking about Legion and how you didn't like it, and I actually liked Legion. Uh, but there's a whole bunch of different things. It's just fun and exciting to set a bottle, talk about it with friends. So, so if, one last question for everybody before we get off here for for our mini Christmas gift edition: um, bourbon related items. What what what's something that you would want to get as a nice gift that is bourbon related? Maybe in the we'll just say the five to twenty dollar range. Bourbon balls. Bourbon balls. Okay. I like glasses. I like really nice glasses and you, even a ice Karen? molds. I'm sorry. A Glen Cairn. The Glen Cairn, like the ones sitting over here, my old folk. Glen Cairns. I know you drink mainly oh, rock glasses. Yes. I like rocks glasses. You like rocks glasses? Okay. Yeah. Like and it has to fit. These are tasters. Yeah, these are tasters. I, I, you know, women have smaller hands, and I want something to fit just right, <laughs> like a glove. <laughs> okay. I need something that fits so, that hand. Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit! You digress. Man, I tell you, she just gets so 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 bent out of shape so quick. So I was. Uh, I hate when it gets bent. <laughs> I get got to try so some bad. bourbon balls last week or this weekend. They were called Happy Balls. Happy Balls. Lovely. And they're from a, a local somewhere between Shelbyville and Louisville. I, I can't remember where it was. But came in a little four-pack of bourbon balls. These things were so darn good. I'm excited. because My, my balls are happy so when people rub them. <laughs> Sometimes bourbon balls are just too sweet. Too sweet. I would like to learn how to make them. Yeah. I would like to try them with some bourbon cream. 
I'm, I, believe me, I'm ready to make some chocolatier so, things of our own. I have tried to make bourbon balls, and I can, you know, I can make them. They are not pretty. No, you got to have the molds. Candy making is not that it's a real easy. process. It's a lot. Absolutely. And, yeah, humidity. It's like Buckeyes. So there's a mold. Oh, absolutely. Any kind of silica mold. Yeah. I've got little alien molds right now for yeah. suckers. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I always try to dip them in the little uh, fondue melting pot kind of thing, and they always fail. Well, that yeah. might be too hot. Yeah. And it is on the temperature, too. It's yeah. crazy. You can't control the temperature on there. Yeah, but you, with it, chocolate, a true candy you maker, have a candy would, maker. Yes, they would, oh. they would keep it. Oh, the candy yeah. thermometer has it's, to be 176 it's a degrees or whatever it is. Type of yes. job. So. I just like to eat the candy. Yes. I'm not very good at making the candy. So I've got some Blantons, but I'll let you try them here in a minute when we get done here. Thank you. But uh, you know what? I was just thinking a bottle that we didn't talk about that is easily acquirable in the Louisville market between Thanksgiving and Christmas is Hancock's Reserve. I don't it's, know that it's that easy. It's I easy, picked but up not, like four bottles yeah, last but, year. Well, they used to be way more. Um, whenever they did those Saturday releases, think that, about how many times you've seen one on the store shelf randomly. It's I just, very rare. It was a. It's a cool bottle. Absolutely. It's a less than ninety proof whiskey. It's a little more hard to find, but you know, a neat bottle to give somebody. And it's a fantastic pour. Let's not forget. I mean, for eighty proof, it is a fantastic pour, but it is just so mild. And it comes in a nice little velvety bag. Yep, it's 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 sexy. You got the red velvet bag. All right. So, so for me, I think a nice gift would be like what Kira said—a glass. But um, I love glasses. My, my wife's been. Even for birthday presents, different things like that, she's been giving me all these little neat bourbon gadgets. Oh. So one of the things that I found recently, and I haven't tried using it yet, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it real soon with like just a standard Buffalo Trace or something like that. Is a, it's a like a spire, like a wood thing, then it's got charred all through the grooves on it. So like Oak and Eden, sort of, but it's its own little like. I don't know, it's like a little block of wood that's got cuts in it, and it's been charred in every one of those cuts. And it's supposed to help, you know, basically age the bottle faster. So it'll give you a little bit more flavor or whatever during the time. You just drop it in the bottle and let it it sit for like two weeks or a week or three weeks or whatever. When I was looking for droppers recently, I found some things like that. That's interesting. So I'm going to try that on a bottle of like Buffalo Trace or something like that, just so if I I overcook something, I'm not throwing away a bunch of money. So. You're not going to waste any old. Yes, yeah, so I'm not going to waste anything that I really. Well, it's not even that. I just I'm not going to waste anything that I that I love, 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 or that I'm afraid that I'm I'm going to mess it up. You know, I'm going to go get a standard bottle of Buffalo Trace and see what I can make out of it. Sounds so, good. All right, Kira. Any so, big ideas, guesses? As far as like gifts, like other things. I told you. I don't know. I think you know. I'm a dessert maker, so I love giving bourbon pecan pie. Oh. I can make some pie. Next time we get together, you know what you need to do? What would you like? Make a bourbon pecan pie. I'll make you a bourbon pecan pie. Well, your birthday, right? In January? Yeah, that's, that's like months away. I need it before then. <laughs> I can do that for you. Okay. Yeah. So, well, that that's always good when you can have a good gift and you can give a good gift. Um, so we have recommendations. We're saying, you know, Russell's Reserve, Old Forester, Single Barrels, if you can find them. Um, I think we even said, what else? What was some of the other things? Starlight. Starlight. Yes. Go to Starlight. You can find some good stuff. And th- even their their brandy's fantastic, folks. If you've not had good Spirits of French Lick, they've got some good brandy up there. Um, so there's lots of things that you can go out and you can look for. You don't have to get Woodford. You don't have to get you something, you know, no. that's in those families. And, and not that there's anything wrong with Woodford. I like Woodford Reserve. It's a great product. 
it's just, I think it's overdone sometimes, especially for people. If you're buying something for somebody that you don't really know them or things like that, I feel like it, you're, you're copying out by getting Woodford for somebody. I think you can do a, a better job of picking something that they will really enjoy and it will give them a different experience than what they've had before. Wonderful. Happy holidays. Give Happy me some holidays. Bourbon. Absolutely. Scott, Ofo fanboy, Kira Mac signing off.